from what we are then based on the Dalas at the Mishnah towards the towards the bottom of the page. Yesterday we uh, learned the sugya about um, what exactly um, determines the end of the Suda, at which point a person either has to make new brothels or possibly is not allowed to eat anything further until after benching. And we spoke about the, the three or four different uh, ideas. You can have uh, once you wash my machronim, then that's it. It's all over. My machronim is then you have to bench. You're not allowed to make a hefsek. You're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to do things. Bench straight away. If a person did, we said you should wash my machronim again. Um, there are those who say that maybe one can eat again with the bracha, but the mice the chaskela one shouldn't uh, shouldn't do so. We then there was the idea of. Um, what the Gemara in Pesachim and Chulin speaks about when a person says, Rabbi Sainu Warech, or Havdom and Ivrech, let's bench. So with that, it's uh, according to some Roshanim like Tosfos, that's the same as washing, uh, washing my Machronim, and therefore you should be benching straight away. The Ramam, with the way we explain the Ramam, was along those lines, but slightly less. Uh, you definitely have to make a new bracha. That, 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 there's no question about it, you'd have to make a new bracha. But according to the Rabbeinu Yonah, and according to the riders, and according to, there was a, the run as well, which we haven't seen, but the, they all say that that's all with regard to drinking, not eating. When it comes to eating, even if you say, Rabbi Sainal until you actually wash my macharinim, you can continue eating without a brothel. So therefore, the Bi'a he recommends, if you've said Rabbi Sainal do not start eating again. Because if you start eating, according to some, you shouldn't be eating at all. According to some, you should be eating with a brothel. And according to some, you can continue eating without a brothel. So no matter what you do, you're going to end up into, at least you're going to get yourself into a topic of the Vatala. So, recommendation is, don't do it. With regard to drinking, I suppose, the only issue there is, if you drink, you're definitely going to have to make a bracha. But on the other hand, possibly you shouldn't be drinking anyway. That's a machalik strashay. But there, there's a little more to, uh, you won't have at least the, the, the shadow bracha of the Um, Sorry? Shea doesn't count. Rav Scheinberg says that Shea yeah, Malik says that Shea does not constitute the end of a surah. Um, as far as I remember, no, no, I, 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 I'm just saying I believe it was Rav Scheinberg. I remember seeing this, but uh, a while back, not not now. But um, and then we have the idea of filakashul from gomar filib, all these sort of things that a person uh, removes the bread. So there definitely doesn't seem that the Mascona there's anything uh, wrong with eating again, but you definitely need uh, new brachas. But again, the only problem is, according to the Rabbeinu Yonah, it's going to be, if you're eating, it's going to be, with regards to eating, you can continue eating without brachas. According to others, even the eating, you'd have to make a new bracha. So even there, you're going to get into a little bit of a shayla of a, of a new bracha, whether you have to make a new bracha or not. Um, that's more or less a summary of the sugya. There were one or two other problems we mentioned. For more information, I think it's in Kuf Ein Tes and Shulchan Says the next Mishnah. If a person made a bracha on the wine before the meal, so that will cover the wine after the meal. Um, if he makes a bracha on the parperes, which uh, is a side dish, so we'll see in a second what that is, and you make it before the food, that covers the parperes that you are planning to eat, if he made a bracha on the bread, that covers the parperes, the side dish. 
Alafaferet, so if you make a broth on the side dish, loy pota etapas. It does not cover the bread. Vishamay say, afle maisikadero. So too, it does not cover a maisikadero, which is things like porridge. That's it, let's stop there for a second. Now, Beishamai the Gemara is going to discuss exactly what Beishamai is coming to say. So we'll leave Beishamai out of the picture for the time being. We'll wait for the Gemara. For the time being, I, would, I think the simple reading of the mission is definitely Beishamai is coming to say that if you make a broth on the parapera, not only does it not cover the bread, which is rather understandable, bread is obviously the most social thing, but the broth on the parapera will not even cover the maizikadero, will not cover your porridge or whatever your maizikadero is uh, made up of. Fine. Let's take a look at Rashi to understand exactly what's going on here. How did they, what was the order of their su'udah? The Rashi says, sorry, They had the custom, the way, the, way, the way they would have their su'udah is like this. Before eating, they would bring a kofiyai in this place, a cup of wine to drink. Kedetanya they come on, as we learn in a brighter later on. What's the order of the meal? And it says what they would do is, before the meal, just before washing it sounds like, before washing or anything, they would drink a cup of wine, just to stimulate the appetite. And they would bring before them these parparois, what are they? Things which, again, stimulate the appetite. If you're going, for example, progiers, do you remember what progiers are? These early on, was it Namatesh, Namatesh, with, the, with the, those two Talmudim? They brought along Progius and uh, the Krug, was it? And he made a bracha on the Progius first. It was the meat. A bit of, uh, I think it's actually um, bird meat. But it's meat. So if you're in Progius, we're talking, for example, meat or fish. The Yafakat and the Vienna Shulchan. And after that, after they've had the wine and these little bit of, uh, what probably call hors d'oeuvre or something like that, uh, they would bring along the table. Remember, because in those days they didn't actually sit at a fixed table. It's Move the table, everyone had their own little table. And uh, they bring the table, they have their meal. After finishing the su'udah, they'd sit down again and drink and eat. What would they eat? Parparois. Again, they would eat these parparois. What are the parparois there? If you go in, for example, kisne. Kisne is the parched grain. Which is good for the heart. And these uh, little rolls. Seemingly, this is the Passover the Kisnen, because we had Lachmonius above, which Rashi seemingly that was Passover the Kisnen. And this is what Rashi already told us on the Nala from the base, that uh, they would have the custom to eat with the parched grain, actually there was after the meal, after benching, here it's before benching, they'd have the parched grain, and together with it, these, some sort of sweet dough. Sweet dough, uh... Well, normally it's appetizer here, it's after the meal, so it's, uh, washing down, I don't know exactly what it was, but it's the, the end of the meal, your bed of cake or something. And that's the wine and the parapets after the meal. And before So the kids, so what's going on here is like this. Before the meal, they would have a cup of wine. They would have a, um, uh, some parapets. Which there, Rashi says, normally would be things like meat, fish, etc. After they would have their meal, it's washed to have their meal. And before benching, then after they finish the meal, before benching, they'd have another cup of wine. Maybe to help the food go down. And some more parparois. This time, Rashi says, again, for example, they'd have some parched grain uh, with some lachmonis, which presumably is the same as what Rashi talked about earlier, which was this uvlias, because that's what Rashi refers to it in, in all places. The lachmonis taste is uvlias. says that's what it is. It's a sweet dough, it seems. Okay? Some sort of sweet dough. It's 
some cake, and they've had that end of the meal, and then there's veg. And Rashi tells us what's my fikadira is chilkar targis betisni, which is basically your grain, your your grains of uh, whatever your grain cut into two, three, or four. So, if we look back at the Mishnah again now, let's read that into the Mishnah as it sounds. If a person made a bracha on the wine, shelechne before the meal, it exempts the wine after the meal. That makes sense. So this is like a bit like we do with kiddush. When you make kiddush, that exempts any wine you're going to have during the meal. But even after the meal, we'll, we'll see. It's called shikain during the meal. That's not something we'll see in good time. It's called shikain during the meal. But it's saying even the wine you have after the meal is exempted by the bracha you made before the meal. That's pretty straightforward. Correct? Okay. This part though is a little more difficult to understand. Birich ala parteres shelefne amozen. Potar esa parteres shel acharamos. No, you see the difficulty already. What's the difficulty? Then it's possibly right. Yeah. Rashi told us what what, the, what parteres they have before the meal. They have meat, fish, and after the meal they have parched grain. And uh, cakes, but that's mazonis. Donald mazonis is not sharker anymore. So how can the bracha on the parperes before the meal exempt the one after the meal? Yeah. So I'll tell you that there are a few problems going on here. We're going to see another one. Tosis is going to raise as well. I don't actually know. I can't find the chart which I which I think fits. You know, everything just fits uh, very smoothly. The Pnei Yeshua raises some of these problems. The Pnei Yeshua so to suggest a couple of ideas. One possibility is, which is something I think occurs to me, but I find it a hard to understand exactly how that's going to work, is remember the shit of Rashi is, that everything here is working by Ikar and Tofel. Everything works by Ikar and Tofel. The bread passes things by Ikar and Tofel. Things which are malachis to pass, which things which enhance the bread, etc. So he says, maybe the papyrus after the meal is like Tofel to the papyrus beforehand. I don't understand how that's going to be the case, how your cake after the meal is going to be toppled to your meat, which you had before the meal. What's one got to be, I mean, there's been a two-hour gap between two In which way is that toppled? I don't, I don't, I think his, his ik auntie doesn't go with that, though. He suggests that's one, one possibility you could suggest. He says the truth, truth is, probably, and this is in all likelihood, is that Rashi's not saying this is the only thing they have. Before the meal, they would only have meat, and after the meal, then you have the, uh, the cake. It's not that good. That's probably just more likely the way things are done. But it could be you'll have some meat at the end of the meal as well. Theoretically, maybe you have the cake at the beginning of the meal, but it's a little more strange, maybe. But, so therefore, he says, so the, the, so the, the same problem seems to, seems to run into the Ramam as well. Also, the Ramam seems to, the way the Ramam learns it is also like Rashi. We're talking about Minin Tapshil. He doesn't even mention anything about cake. So, the player she wants to say, but in Rashi and the Ramam, is it's Labdafka. It's Labdafka, you, you have meat before the meal and afterwards it's cake. Labdafka. So have different types of parparoids. That may be the more normal thing to do. And therefore, when it says, it's saying if you make a bracha on the fish, your sushi before the meal, that will exempt your sushi after the meal. Again, that, that also leads. A little, I'd say a little bit to, to be desired because then why does Rashi spell it out like that? Just telling us, okay, maybe yes, maybe not. As I said, each one has got a mila and a chasoy. I'm not sure. Um, I haven't got a shot which really sort of just 
fits, fits uh, nicely and smoothly all, all the way through. Okay. But uh, those, those are the main, I think you may, maybe even another option, maybe the shahakal, remember the shahakal exempts everything, so maybe the shahakal, but to do that, the chatzkel as well, to make shahakal for Amazonas also doesn't make sense. So it's not likely to say that. The, the most simple thing to suggest is definitely, uh, I think that's the, so he says, the Bartura is much more like this as well, is that even though before the meal, normally you have fish, after the meal you have cake, what the Mishnah the mission is saying is, well, if you make the right bracha before the meal, that would exempt your papers for the right bracha after the meal. And Akhanami says different bracha, then it won't work. Rashi just tell you generally this is the way things are, are working, but if you make, make the right bracha, since it's the same bracha before and after the meal, that will work. And that's probably the safest shot to go with. Fine. Next line in the Mishnah was then, Now how do you understand that? Are we talking about Paparas during the meal? Are we talking about, the, and it can't be the, the Paparas before the meal, because you've already washed obviously. So are we talking about the Paparas before the, um, sorry, after the meal, or are we talking about Paparas during the meal? Did they drink or anything? I'm not saying one way or the other, I'm just asking the question at the moment. Well, <laughs> you assume, because it doesn't say anything. Uh, on, look, I'll, I'll show you the two stories. On the one hand, it doesn't say Shalachamot, it just says, Birkhalapas, Potas of Hapere. Yeah? On the other hand, I could, you could, you, could, you could say back to that, it doesn't have to say after the meal, because which other Hapere are we talking about? Can't be talking about before the meal. In other words, this Loshan Parperis, what I'm trying to get at is Parperis. Is Parperis something you have only before or after the meal? Or can Parperis be a side dish during the meal as well? So the question is would that be called Parperis or would that be called the lift on? That, 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 that is a possibility. See, the thing is like this. I mean, the, the idea of the produce coming during the meal is definitely, is not, is not, uh, it definitely is, they do come during the meal. Because that was the Gemara we had on, on uh, Lamentet. Rashi said there, these produce came during the meal. Rashi said that there. So, um, he says, Shalom Machnas Um So, it sounds like they definitely can come during the meal. But again, would that be called parparois? Was that more like a main course there, once they're already coming in? Just, I don't know. I can't tell you for definite. Okay? Um, but let's think about it. I'll ask you a different question then. So I'm just throwing out this question because I don't have a, a, a chat which I think is, is foolproof here. Is, so if I make a broth on the bread, that's going to cover my parparois. Okay? Now, a couple of things to think about. If it's talking about during the meal, so, are we talking about it's malafi surpass, you eat it together with the bread, or it's not eaten with the bread? Because remember, Rashi's shitter earlier is that if it's not being eaten with the bread, then it's not exempted by the bread. Right? Now, the truth is, if we're talking about after the meal, it should be even worse, because it's definitely not eaten with the bread. So, you'd assume it may be, or very likely, it's eaten with the bread. And that's why it's called the parpaire. Is that, uh, huh? Sorry? It's, oh, so you'll, you'll have to see that we're talking about the, the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the, um, the yeah, the frog is something like that, fish. 
But no, no, that's after the meal. That's after the meal. What about during the meal? Oh yeah, because after the meal anyway, you're finished with the bread anyway. Okay, so that, that's, that's one point. I'll, I'll ask you a different point. If you're with, this whole mission is talking about in a bread meal. So if I've made the broth on the bread, then why do you need to say Birek HaPaperes, Potos HaPaperes? We just said, if you make a broth on the bread, that, that exempts the Paperes, correct? So what's the point of saying Birek HaPaperes, Potos HaPaperes? We're clearly talking about Birek HaPaperes, Shalifnia Amolzen, Potos HaPaperes, Shalachah Amolzen, it's talking about in a bread meal. I think I've seen this question, possibly one of the Rosh when they were asking on Russia, I think. Oh. So in which case, so that would suggest that we're talking about the, that we're talking about the ones after the meal, and now we're talking about the ones in the meal. In other words, the bread only exempts those which are eaten together with it. As for those which are not eaten with the bread, i.e. those after the meal, that will not be covered by the bread, like Rashi said earlier. How do I cover that? By making a broth on the papyrus before the meal. There's got to be the right broth on it. Because here, here it isn't a din of it's not, it's not a question of chashivas. It's the same brothel. Remember, Rashi holds not a din of chashivas. It's ikar and tofel. So the things which are not accompanying the bread, they're after the meal. They're not tofel to the bread. So what's going to cover them? It has to be the, the brothel beforehand, which is the same brothel. So, yeah? Um, right, okay. Yeah. Okay, before, I'll tell you what, just one, one last thought. And that is, again, these are all thoughts you can, I, I can't, uh, you can take, take, take it as you like, sort of thing. The player sure has got these different ideas as well. Is, do you remember earlier when we talked about Pasta Volbekistman? When we talked about Pasta Volbekistman, we said that that's the one thing that Shesha says, you make a bracha before, and you don't make the equivalent bracha afterwards. And Rashi learned, I was talking about outside a bread meal. The Hainu Rashi learns on Pasa while the kissing it to your kids, you make mazonas and you make bone nefoshes. And Tosis goes wild, they say, what are you talking about? Of course you make, you make halamechi on it. So therefore Tosis says, we're talking about during the meal. Pasa while the kissing, if you have your dessert, if you have your cake there, you have to make a bracha before it. Excuse me, it's definitely Pasa while the kissing, and you don't make a bracha afterwards, it's exempted by the very time There's one very, besides the, how we have to explain Rashi, which we attempted to explain, but why did Rashi not want to learn like Tosis? So he says, it wouldn't be covered by the break some of meals. But it could, in which case, equally it could be in the meal then. You'd have to, you'd have to make very nefoshes anyway then if it's not covered by the break some of them. So why did Rashi talk about Dafka after the meal? In Malachok, if it's covered by the break some of them, then you could learn like toast. If it's not covered by the break some of them, then there's no difference in the meal or outside the meal. And, and this is purely a suggestion. Could it possibly be, and because I think there are, there are Roshani will learn like this, we've understood that on Pasab or the Kisnin, the way we pass in, is that you don't, you don't, sorry, you do make a broth on it during the meal, during a bread meal. But I don't believe all Roshani agree with that. For what do you know, Rashi, because remember Pasab or the Kisnin, the is bread. It's just because Ma'achal Amur, 
because it's, uh, you don't eat very much of it, so therefore you don't, you don't make a soda out of it, so therefore Chazal said, you don't make a Ksamozan on it, you don't even make a Alamichi or a Firashi, it's reduced to a bone of Hosh, unless you make it into a soda. But the Etim is bread, that's what we saw in the Rabbim, the Etim is bread. So in which case, what happens, could you say that if I were to have my, let's say my Etim cake is passed all the kids, I would have that during the meal, after the meal, whatever it is, it doesn't really make a difference. Even if there's not Malafi to pass, even though it's not eaten with the bread, but it is bread, therefore it's covered by the Hamot. Where do I get that from? Over here. If we are talking about parrots after the meal, what type of parrots are we normally going to have after the meal? It's cake. Therefore, Rashi fits very nicely. He goes with his shift over here. The two things go together. Rashi learns if you make a bracha on the bread, that exempts the parrots. That exempts the cake after the meal. So in which case, that's why Rashi couldn't learn like Tosus. Because according to Tosus, cake during the meal is not covered by the by the Hamotzi. It needs its own bracha. Yeah? So therefore, Rashi had to say we're talking about outside the meal. Outside the meal, ah, oh, then obviously on cake you have to make a bracha. Yeah? So in which case, that, that, would, that would figure why Rashi says that, that after the meal you have this, uh, these pasta um, of the kitchen, whatever you want to call it, and the parched grain, that would figure because the two Rashis really go together. But as for the birich ala parperes, pasta ala parperes, that would be talking about the other types of parperoys. The ones which are not covered by the Hamotzi. So how do I cover those? How do I cover my meat and my fish? The answer is by making a broth on the meat or the fish before the meal. So the kids, uh, it's a bit of a mess in Rashi, simply because we've got all these difficulties in Rashi. Whatever way you go, you're going to end up with another difficulty. That's what the Pnei Yeshua... This, as I said, to sum up, the simplest way of learning Berich Alav HaPeres, Patras and HaPeres is that they were talking about this, they are the same brothel. And uh, the Pnei Yeshua says that as far as he's said the correct shot. Even though Rashi says you have different type of, types of HaPeres before the meal and after the meal, he says the nice one, it says Berich Alav HaPeres, Patras and HaPeres, that is with regard if they are the same brothel. So I ask then, in which case, why does Rashi talk about having different types of HaPeres after the meal? I'd like to suggest, maybe, maybe a possibility, that's because of the case of Berich Pas, Patas of Because there, what will the Pas exempt? What type of Parperis? Especially if it's a Parperis after the meal. Now whether the Parperis means after the meal or not, in Rashi at least, is not clear. But the answer is it could be that Rashi will learn that's the type of Parperis, the Pasa So therefore, if you make a bracha on the bread, that will cover your Pasa Babakistin. All other types of parparois will not be covered by the broth on the bread because they got they're just they're not if they're not if they're not actually being eaten with the bread so the bread's not going to cover them. So on that the mission says so if if you make a broth on your little bit of meat before the meal that would exempt the meat you have after the meal which is not covered by the bread. Again, say again. Rashi didn't say anything, so we don't, we, we, we don't really know for definite. Because, for you know, Rashi holds, like, like the Roshan, or like the Rashi, but once it's a lift on, it's a lift on. It doesn't matter whether you eat it, like the Rashi, but it's a dera for the lift on not to eat it always with the bread. So, Rashi Rashi doesn't say one way or the other, then. Yeah? 
So, um, as I said, I can't, for the time being at least, I can't make more out of Rashi's. Um, that's the, 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 the way it make, makes sense to learn it is, again, just one, one last time before we see Tosis. What we've learned in the Mishnah so far is, if a person makes a broth on the wine, that covers before the meal, when I say before the meal, before you wash, that covers the wine you're going to have after the meal, before benching. If you make a bracha on the parperes before the meal, on my little bit of fish or meat before the meal, before washing, that would exempt the little bit of fish and meat I have at the end of the meal before benching. And that's so far, so, and that's the simplest way of learning Rashi. It's the same bracha, and, let me, let me just finish this one point, and um, the idea is because that, and presumably because that bit of meat and fish you can have at the end of the meal will not be covered by the bread if you rush. That makes a lot of sense. The only one thing then which remains then is what type of parperes are we talking about now? That's what Tosis is going to jump on Rashi. It would make sense, I can't say for definite, but it would make sense to say that now the parperes we're talking about is the other type of parperes. The type which is the Mazonis type parperes. So therefore you make a bracha on the bread that will cover the parperes whether it's during the meal, whether it's after the meal. Either that, or you'll have to say so we're still talking about the types of meat and whatever, but then now we're talking about the papyrus during the meal, which is actually malafe sapas, which is accompanying the bread. If you don't say this, we're just we're going to run into problems with Rashi earlier. Okay, is that clear? Yeah, the meat before the meal covers the meat after the meal. The bracha on the bread covers one of two possibilities, the way to learn this. Either the meat during the meal, behind it, which is eaten together with the bread, that's possibility number one. Possibility number two, we could suggest is a little bit of a chiddush, but that's based on Rashi earlier, is now we're talking about the parperet, a different type of parperet, the, one, the other one Rashi talks about, which is the, the, uh, the Mazonis type. And there, if you make a broth on the bread, that will cover that, even if it's not eaten with the bread. He said it's not all normal to eat it with bread. So even though it's not that I'll the bread. That would be the... Um, and, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the last point for, until, until we see this. Yeah, we can ask. You're thinking of Brocha Achorin. With regards to Brocha Achorin, you've got Shir Echel, which is whatever, whatever the time is. But with regards to Brocha Rishin, we saw even in the Ramam yesterday, that theoretically you can have a gap all day. As long as you don't become thirsty again. With, 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 uh, with, with drink, very, we, we, we're not... You could get into an issue, but that could be much more, it could be uh, five minutes later. It, it works differently. We'll, we'll, we'll see when we come to the. I think we'll. I mean, we'll, we'll see at least with regards to Brachah Friend. You'll see there. Still coming. Still to come. Yeah? Let's take a look at Tosis now. Tosis says, Birchalapas, Fatah Tapaperes. Nire would appear, the Mari Bapaperes should be Sechah Surda. We're talking about the Paperes which are having during the Surda. The Ibe Paperes should be Akhah Surda. Because if we're talking about the Paperes after the Surda, our popper has already passed it, the boy in our boy in the the things which come after the surah, after you finish the meal, turn in bracha, the flame of You need to make a bracha on them before and after. So remember, that was the shit of tosis. Anything after you've finished the meal, completely you've been finished with the bread, needs new brachas. So then, how would this Mishnah work? So, then, why are we talking about during the meal? Right? Rashi Pirish, Rashi explains, 
Parperes is mini dogging uproteus. Is these types of fish and uh, meat. Uktas Koshi says, I don't understand this thesis, because in Cain, if so, my commandment, and what's the Mishnah coming to teach us? To birich ala parperes, if you make a broch on the parperes, to do potayas apas, doesn't exempt the bread. Well, did you ever think that you can make a broch on meat and exempt bread? What's the harbour minna? What's the, what's the Mishnah coming to tell you there? Therefore, says Thesis, the Nirak Pirish Rabbein Chanano, it would seem more likely to explain that the Rabbein Chanano, the Pirish that he explains to Parperes is Pas Tsunumovic Ora, it's this dried out bread we had earlier, the Lesbos Teresa Denama, that it doesn't have the appearance of bread, the Mavorchen Ola El Beri Minimizenis, we do make Beri Minimizenis on it. The Hasta Nicha now makes sense. The Israel Ashmina, they need to teach us, Pirich Ala Parperes, if you make a broch on the Parperes, Lo Potter Sapas, it doesn't exempt the bread. Avagadu Min Pas, even though it is a type of bread, just it lacks the appearance of bread. So you may have thought, look at the type of bread, maybe at least the Diabed, it does accept the bread. The Chaim Mashman, the Gemara, so it's Mashman, the Gemara, the Choshe Parperet, Maitre Kadeira, it does consider Parperet a type of Maitre Kadeira, well Maitre Kadeira, I need to look at the type of Tisni, because I mean not else. Maitre Kadeira is definitely Mazonis type. Thing. Okay? So the Kitsa Sosa says the, the Parperet that's talking about here is a Mazonis type thing. Rabbi Yono, by the way, after it's a, uh, he says, I mean, have you ever heard of people having dried bread for, for afters? After you finish the meal, it's a bit of a strange thing. So you say it's more, it's a, again, it's a sweet type of dough. More like Passover the Kiffin again. So the Maitre, what we've pointed out though, is in Rashi, Tosis, okay, what was Tosis Kasha and Rashi? How can we talk about meat and, and fish? Since when, what's the hundred to say that meat and fish will exempt bread? No, what's the answer? I mean, again, there, there are answers that someone will say, Ikkan, Tofan, and things like that, and it's good. Shahat, there's, there's very common in it. I think the most, the simplest answer is, the what? Rashi says, we're not only talking about meat and fish, that was one type of papyrus. Rashi says, there's another type of papyrus, that's a Mazonist type. And then the Chalamah, when you say, Birichalah papyrus, part of Tapas, I'm not trying to make any kinds of say, we don't get to talk about that time, it's, it's saying, no matter what papyrus you make on, it could be a Shahato, it could even be a Mazonist, it still won't pass to the past. No papyrus will pass to the past. All the peas there, right? It's similar to Maitikadeh, in other words, it, it's an Amazonist-type food. The, the, the Girsta there, actually the, they point out here, in the Rabbeinu Paris, it should say Ke'en Maitikadeh, I think it's something, something like that. It's like Me'en, Me'en. It's a bit like a Maitikadeh, it's not a Maitikadeh, because otherwise you said it would be the same thing. So. Yeah? Okay. So, so far, that's the, uh, that's the, we, we could answer Rashi, they, they, uh, basically the Rashi is learning, in that method, the Rashi is learning the same as this. Okay? With regards to the first one, because of the Tosis says we're talking about during the meal, in that method, I don't think necessarily we have to say that in Rashi, because Rashi learned the Sukhya earlier, he learned it differently, but I won't, I won't confuse you. If you got that, you got it. If not, don't worry about it. Okay? That's the, uh, that's the first part of the Mishnah. Let's continue on. If they were sitting there, okay? Everyone was sitting there together during the meal. Back in the Mishnah, everyone has to make their own um, bracha. And Rashi tells us the reason is because, remember in those days they used to recline on, on beds. So if they weren't reclining on beds, they were just sitting there, that's obviously not a proper source. So there's no kavir there. If there's no kavir, one person can't exempt the other person. So a Yoshim say we're sitting there, each person has to make their own brother. Sorry? Yes, 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 yes. I said that, that will be explained more in the Gemara. Yeah, for the time being, Bishamayim Aflemes Maitikadeira will assume that means if you make a broth from Paparas, it won't pass on the Maitikadeira. But that will be explained more in the Gemara. The Gemara has got a couple of ways to explain it. Okay. 
Hoyoshven, if they were sitting there, Kolachum Mavarech Laatmei, each one has to make a bracha for himself. Heisebu, if they recline, Echum Mavarech Lechudah. Remember, if they recline, that shows we're having a proper Kavir Surda, we all sit down, we're, we're, we're fixed together for a Surda, so one person can make the bracha, and everyone will be exempted, they have it in mind, one person can, can exempt everyone else with that bracha. Told them then based on his base, Bolaem Yayim Masechah Mozin, if wine comes to them during the meal, Okay, during the meal, each person has to make their own bracha. The Gemara will explain why that is. If the wine comes to them after the meal, after you finished eating, then one person can make the bracha for all of them. One person makes very uh, proud often and exempts all of them. For who And that person who made the bracha on the wine for all of them, he will also make the bracha on the mugmar. What is mugmar? Mugmar is Rashi tells us is. They used to, after the meal, after benching even, this actually the Kiddush is after benching already. So, um, they'd bring in spices. And they'd make very many bisons, says, they made the broth on it, and then, um, they would, um, obviously they'd, they'd, they'd all smell it, that's the idea. But, the, um, so one person would make the broth for all of them. Who's going to be that person? The person who made the broth on the wine at the end of the meal for everyone, he will also make the broth on the mugmah for everyone. Yeah, why? Because once, Rashi says, once, the person who starts making the brachas, he says, Shehitzchah the brachas, Acharen is going on. The one who, who, uh, who starts it, he's the one, he's already made one brach for them, let him make all of them. What's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, you may say, okay, during the meal, that makes sense. During the meal, you have one person, he's going to be our head, his, he's been designated to make the brachas. And if it's already after benching, why should he make the brachas? Give, give, give somebody else a chance. It's a new, it's a new setting now. Meal finished. We say, no, that's the Chiddush. So even though you've already benched, and it's either side of bench now, one was before benching, one was afterwards, he still, the Alpha P, that's what the Mishnah finishes off. The Alpha P, Even though the Lamaita, they only bring the Mugma, they only bring the spices in after the Soda, it doesn't matter. He made the broch on the wine, he makes the broch on the Mugma. That's it. Yeah? Um, fine. If we just turn back, to the, the toast and just for the time being um, I'm just going to read we'll see maybe half the toast all of it just to get an idea but we haven't seen the Gemara yet so you'll see what I mean the toast is going to quote the Gemara which we haven't seen yet I'll, I'll tell you why we need to know this is because nowadays we don't reply so does that mean nowadays on Shabbos Salabayas makes Hamlet too how does everyone get to with that? We don't recline. Where's our Kaviyah Su'udah? Oh, so says Tosus, the Onu Eilonu Ehtabah. We don't recline nowadays. Elobotastilvat. Okay? Now, look, it sounds like a little bit of a theory. Look, look at what he says. We don't recline except with bread. And bread works even without leaning. Because only those, in those days, where they used to recline, they would need to recline for the bread. But we don't recline for bread, so therefore, even without reclining, we are considered one group. I thought you just said at the beginning that we do recline for bread, that's the only thing we do recline for. Sounds like a little bit of a theory within the I saw the Pneyashua answers. I think, so I didn't feel the Pneyashua answers. I think, I think the, the, way, the way he's. So, you got any suggestions? But the, the, the in which case, why is it not? 
If it's not our dera- if it's our derech to recline to recline with bread, then we should have to recline with bread. His whole basis is we don't recline. Look at what he's going to say also, it doesn't sound like they're kind at all. Okay, so, so, so that's what he says afterwards. The first thing is the reply. In which case, why are you talking about replying? Start, start off the, the Hashidus in it. Yeah, and if it's a personal on uh, Thursday, then everyone can make their own notes in contact. Uh, it's just a plain, it's just a normal. See, 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 theoretically, you don't have to do that. You could theoretically, it's just on Shabbos we do. We, the Minnaj is just on Shabbos, we get one person does it, sort of, yeah. sort of, uh, for all sort of thing to have one person make it for everyone. Theoretically, you could do that during the, during the week as well. It may be a little connected that you're right, during the, during the week we don't have the same, even that if everyone's sitting together, maybe it's not quite the same to be Maybe. But theoretically, you could create to be a during the week as well. Said the same thing. Tosis already said this earlier. What Tosis is saying, there's two points here. Number one, the, uh, whether you call it leaning, whether you call it sitting, whatever you want to call it, this leaning, which creates, what does it work with? Bread or all other things as well? If everyone sits down and has an apple together. So does one person make the broccoli for everyone? So it says Tosis, no. Maybe in those days they did, maybe they didn't, I don't know. But the Onu e Nonu Edo the Pastor the only thing where we have this idea of reclining, whatever the reclining is going to be, in those days it was reclining for us, it's not going to be reclining, it's only with bread. Then he says, we'll pass the honey up to the table. But for us, us personally, the bread works even without actually leaning. Because the dafka they did too, because dafka for them, show you and their table that they used to eat with leaning, how you and their table. So therefore the way to show that we're having a proper soda is by leaning. And a yeshiva shalom, but for us, by sitting there, everyone's sitting there together, Havi Kibir is and that's our Kibir. Kehaseba did do like they're reclining. Shehima Yurikinim Kolechad Ossiva Mitzalsi, because there, the way they used to, everyone would recline on each on his own bed, Val Shokhanah by his own table, Avad Akshav and Aziz, Kolonu Ochlin Al Shokhanachad, everyone eats on one table, not on the table, but at one table, Rukhshonu Ochlin, Yachad, and when we eat together, Hainu Kibir Senu, that is our Kibir. So instead of Shabbos, we all sit together at a table, that's our Kibir. He says, now, when we're talking about that, if we're all sitting there together, one person makes the bracha for all of them. Is that talking about the bracha rishon or the bracha acharon or both? So, Tosus, um, mashma, it's mashma, it's talking about both hamoti and both samotim. Okay? 
I'll just read through his rise. Don't worry about it because we haven't seen the Gemara yet. The Berkas Amos and Kuf did the Tamid of Rab. There's a story with Tamid of Rab. There we're talking about the Berkas Amos and there one was exempting the others. The Berkas Amos, see me, I eat the piggy B.I.N.T. by table. From the Gemara, it argues with wine whether you need that say, whether you don't. They're clearly talking about the Bracha Rishona. Umiu, Bene Oban, Alchem Adesh. You've got people who are walking on the way. The whole thing, they're walking, they're eating and walking. For the Yoshan, they don't sit down. There's not a shite, even nowadays, you can't say, well, that's normally going ramble, so that is definitely not a Kavir. You at least have to sit down together, that, uh, that, that, that is the way you show the Kavir. I'll tell you where this actually has a little bit of uh, other ramifications is when you make, let's say, I don't know, Kiddush or Havdalah, you should all be, I mean, well, some say ideally everyone should be sitting, because that's the only way you show that we're all together. You're going to say, but some people have the men like to stand, then at least everyone should be standing. If you've got some people sitting and some people standing, that definitely is a, doesn't show much kavir. Okay? Now, again, you'll see a lot of people do that, like that. Like sometimes that is the way it is. But ideally, that shouldn't really, at least everyone should be in the same position. And ideally, normally, you should be sitting. The only thing is, when it comes to, I think, kiddos, some people have the men like to stand, so that makes it a little more complicated, in which case, everyone should stand. Yeah? At least everyone's in the same position, and it does show that we are... We're not uh, sort of two, two distinct groups. Then Tomah, Maishanot of the Mugmar, Afilo de Sebe Finishes off says, you may say, why is it when it comes to Mugmar, doesn't mention anything about us having to recline? says, one person makes a broch for everyone on, the, on these spices. Why? So he says, the Rishalmi for it, the Gemara asks it in the Rishalmi, when Mishalmi announces Mishim de Mugmar, Kulon Nen and Biyachat, everyone gets our nod together. Uh, one person makes a broch and everyone gets our nod together. We all smell the spices together, because the aroma fills the room. It's actually, by the way, it's spices, which I think they bring it on a, on a fire pan. Therefore, the smoke fills, I wouldn't say fill the room, but it's... When you're eating and drinking, we don't, we don't necessarily get the, the hano at the same time. One person takes a bite before the other. Especially if it's hanoti, so you know, the balabai takes his piece, then he starts giving out to everyone. So it's not all together. So therefore, the only way to create, if you want to have one person exempting everyone else, it has to be there's a proper kavir. When it comes to the Mugma, you don't need the Kavirs, because he makes the Brahma, we all get that all together, that in itself is good enough. Fine. Let's start the Gemara. So the Gemara. Oma Rabba Barbachano. Says Rabba Barbachano, Oma Rabbi Yechano. Leshonu Ela Beshavosus Yodim Tovim. This thing we said in the Mishnah, that if you make a Brahma on the wine before the meal, that covers you for the wine you have at the end of the meal, or before benching, in other words, that's only on Shabbos or Yom Tov. Since people normally their Kaveh Su'udot on wine. In other words, normally apparently, we not only make Kedush, which is obviously before the meal, but we'll also have wine, we'll always have wine at the end of the meal, so it's perfectly expected. Yeah? Abel. But, Bishayim Ritashan on the rest of the days of the year, Mavorich al Kol Kos Vakos. You have to make a broth on every single cup, because we, it's what we call nimla. We assume you've changed your mind. It's not normal for you to have another cup of wine during the meal, or after the meal. So therefore, the fact that you had a cup of wine before the meal doesn't have any link to, doesn't exempt the cup you have after the meal. It's my nami, so too it's been said, Omar Abba Bar Mori, Omar Abba Yishav and Levi, Lushonu Elo B'Shavos is Yomim Tovim. What we've discussed here is only with Shabbos and Yom now, this the next few lines is definitely true. Some say it's been added, the Rosh says it's been added into the Gemara. It's actually a Tosefta, I think he says. With a Shosh Odom Yetzir in Beit HaMerchat, or at the time when a person comes out of a bathhouse, or after bloodletting. 
Because did you know that after bloodletting, you're supposed to have a, a decent amount of wine? So next time, you have bloodletting done, right? So it's obviously very normal nowadays. So, uh, but in those days, when you have bloodletting, yeah, there's actually, I mean, the bleachers or whatever, they're with, uh, there's, uh, that, that was the, the, sort of the healthy, it was, it was the cure for, for most illnesses, it was bloodletting. It seemed the blood was, uh, was, uh, not exactly pure, uh, poisons or whatever, but it was, uh, to, to release the blood. And then it should be, be plunged with new healthy blood. That was the way they, um, I think even nowadays it is recognised, I just, I just don't think it's generally done. I think it is recognised it does have, uh, remedial qualities in it. So anyway, with bloodletting, the Gemara says that, uh, I think it's Gemara in Shabbos, which, uh, I think it's in Shabbos, where it says, uh, you p- replace red with red. You've had blood taken, so, why? Uh, that's the simon, because there's one shit like that, and the other one is, is uh, nefesh for nefesh. Therefore you have meat afterwards. Because if you've had uh, the blood, the blood is bomo benafshahu, that is our nefesh, so therefore after bloodletting, the Gemara says you put, uh, you have meat. Two shitters in the Gemara, that's the way to remember it. Either it's nefesh for nefesh, or it's uh, red for red. So anyway, so therefore it's normal to have wine after bloodletting. So there says the Gemara, of course. If you have one cup, we assume you're going to have another cup, because that's all that you're supposed to have that. So it's when coming out of a very time, again, it's not when we, after a person had a bath nowadays, they used to go into bathhouses, it was a whole, uh, a whole uh, job, they used to have it once a month, whatever it was, so they'd have, uh, to make the most of it. It was a whole thing, an hour, two hours, whatever it is. So uh, when they come out, the whole process, the Rambam delineates it about going in, and, uh, you know, from cold water to hot, 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 and then afterwards you should cool down a bit. The whole thing, and you come out, and part of the health, uh, healthy regime is afterwards to have some wine. So there as well, it's completely expected to have the extra wine. So therefore, it's either Shabbos, Yosef, or after coming out of the bathhouse, or bloodletting. These things are times when it's perfectly normal to expect to have the wine. And therefore, automatically, if you make a brothel before the meal, it will cover your wine after the meal. But on the um, on the rest of the days of the year, you have to make a broch on every single cup of wine. Every single cup, yeah. Because we assume that once you've had one cup, there's no link to the next cup. There's no reason to assume you're going to have another cup. Oh, oh we're going to come. What happens if you normally do? We'll come to that. Let's just see what, what, first the other way around. Rabba Bamori, he came to the house of Rabba, Bukhal, and was on a weekday. And he saw that he made a bracha before the meal. He, made a, he had a cup of wine before the meal. And then after the meal, before benching, he made another Bariyagotha. So Omalei, so Rabba Bamori said to him, Which basically is a way of saying, It's a way of saying that uh, that was very good. Rush said, You're felt so what you did, excellent. 10 out of 10 for that. The Chinom of Yeshua Benevi, because that's exactly what Rabbi Yeshua Benevi said, that on a weekday, it's not normal to have wine, we don't expect necessarily to have wine after the meal, therefore the fact that you have the wine before the meal, there's no connection to the wine after the meal, a new bracha is in, is in order. Rabbi Yitzchak by Yosef, Ikra Lebe Abaye Biyontas. Rabbi Yitzchak by Yosef, he went to the house of Abaye on Yontas. Chodye de Borich, a cold castle of the castle. And he noticed he was making a bracha on every single cup, every single cup of wine, he was making another bracha. So Omar Isi said this, Lotov Adomar, Lohod Rabbi Yishua Ben Levi, you don't hold the Vatsa Rabbi Yishua Ben Levi. So Rabbi Yishua Ben Levi said, On Shabbos and Yom Tov, you don't have to make new process. So Omar Isi said to him, Nimla Chano. You've got to understand, I'm different to the average person. I'm somebody who literally changes my mind. In other words, I don't, even on Shabbos and Yom Tov, I don't normally have very much wine. 
Now, presumably on Yom Tov you have a little bit of wine because it's Simchas Yom Tov, but that's uh, not more than a, 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 an extra cup. So he says, therefore, that's why I have to make a broth on every single cup. And this is really is going to obviously affect La You can't say now as well. Shabbos and Yom Tov automatically this is going to be true. If you're somebody who doesn't normally have uh, don't, don't, you normally have kiddush and that's about it, you don't normally drink any wine during the meal. Yeah. Um, then theoretically, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that maybe, maybe tomorrow when we've seen, seen a little more in the sugya. But possibly, if you're somebody who normally would um, would, uh, would would never have on the truth is not, I don't I don't think, don't think it's actually brought there. But uh, they, they talk about the other way around. What happens on a weekday if you're somebody that normally has wine on a weekday during the meal? Now, that, that's what you're asking, right? So somebody would normally have on a weekday, then we're not going to say, oh, no, it's only Shabbos and Yom Tov. We'd say the same thing on a, on a weekday would, would be the same thing. If you're somebody who's normally, right, one or two of the Roshonim point this out, and possibly from the Raman as well, the Roshan, the Raman is as well, he adds, he says, the Shabbos is the Yom and Tovim, and I think it says, the Shabbos HaKon is Hadam, he makes it, he says, the Chayet Tivim, and things like these. In other words, if it's normal for you to have it, you'll see that that's, that's what the Raman writes there, um, that um, it would be covered um, by the Brokha before. Um, let's go, continue on in the Gemara to the two dots. Iboyanu. Ask the Gemara. What happens if we've spoken about so far if you have wine before the meal, that exempts the wine after the meal. What about though, Bola and Yain What happens if you're brought wine during the meal? Right, that's when it first comes. During the meal. So you're going to make a Baripiag often on it. Does that cover the wine that you're going to have after the meal before benching? Because if you want to say that we learned from the Mishnah, that if you make a bracha on wine before the meal, that will cover the wine after the meal. I'll tell you, that's, you know why. Because both of them are, cover, are coming for what? For what we call drinking. Why do you have wine before the meal? It's, to have a drink. it's, proper, it's called drinking wine. Afterwards as well, you have a drink. During the meal, however, whereas over here, the wine you're having after the meal is a drink. The wine you're having during the meal is just, it's literally, it means to soak the food down. And as Rashi says, you only have a little bit of it. And it's not a, a chosh of a drinking. Therefore, if you make a bracha on the wine during the meal, yeah, during the meal, so that bracha is a less chosh of a Because that's being made only on literally, it's on a little bit of wine, you drink just to soak the food. And then after the meal, I want to have now a proper drink of wine, that's literally, Maybe it's not covered. Again, if you make a bracha before the meal, so that's lishtos. The wine you have after the meal is lishtos, so one can exempt, they can exempt each other. But if you're making a bracha on the wine during the meal, that's lishtos, that's just to soak the food, that's not a chosh of a drinking. Who says that that bracha can exempt the wine you can have after the meal, which is a chosh of a drinking, that's a proper drink, called lishtos again. A dilmol, perhaps, lishtos, maybe there's no difference. So it says the Gemara, well, we've got a whole Machlokas here. Rav Omar Rav says, Peter, it does exempt. It works. Rav Kahana, Omar Rav Kahana says, ain't no Peter, it doesn't work. 
Rav Nachman Omar Poitra. Rav Nachman says, it does work. But Rav Sheshit Omar ain't a Poitra. Rav Sheshit says, it doesn't work. Rav Yehuna, Rav Yehuda, Vachol Tamidi, the Rav Omri, ain't a Poitra. Then we finally come along with Rav Huna, Rav Yehuda, and all the Tamidim of Rav, and they say, actually, seemingly in the way Tosis report, reports is, obviously we got it wrong with what Rav said. We said that Rav said Poitra. They said, no, he didn't. All the Tamidim of Rav said, it doesn't happen. So in other words, the Tosis explains it, probably Rav never said Poitra. That's what the Tamidim are saying. You misheard. Okay? So we got this Mark Lakers here. So, Eitzay Rovala Rav Nachman. So, finally, Rovala asked Rav Nachman. Remember, Rav Nachman is the one who said, it does work. So, he asked Rav Nachman, but we've got a, seemingly we've got a contradiction in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Bola and Yayin Vesech HaMozeh. If the wine comes then during the meal, then Kolechot Ve'echot Mavarech La'atzmi. Each person has to make his own bracha on the wine. Le'achah HaMozeh, when the wine comes after the meal, Echot Mavarech Le'chulot. The one person can make the bracha for all of them. Why? That's what you've already made a bracha during the meal. Okay, grant each one made for themselves. So everyone made a bracha for themselves. So why are we making another bracha after the meal? Yeah, according to Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman, remember, he says, even though if you make a bracha on the wine during the meal, even though it's just to soak the food a little bit, it's not really a chosh of a drinking, still it will exempt very often, exempt very often. I don't care why you're having it. And it will exempt the bracha after the meal. So why are you making a new bracha after the meal? What's going on? So Omar Leith, he answers him what you're probably thinking, I'm sure, is, talking to Omar, this is what the Mishnah was saying. You misunderstood the Mishnah. It's not saying, if the wine comes during the meal, then they make a bracha, each one makes a separate bracha. And then when more wine comes after the meal, one person makes four. That's not what it's saying. It's saying, if the wine comes then during the meal, then each one makes their own bracha. And if the wine does not come to them during the meal, it only comes after the meal, you haven't had any wine before that. If the wine only comes after the meal, then, and now you haven't made any bracha yet on the wine, then one can make a bracha for all of them. Tomorrow, we'll, we'll see this, this thesis to discuss. We've got a few very important nukudas there. Um, number one, who is Dalok? He's going to tell us Dalok is like the Tamidim of Rav, but it doesn't work. But what about the other way around? Something to think about is what happens if I make, a, I make my Kiddush? Does the Kiddush pass of the wine I have during the meal? It's also Zerlishtos with Zerlishtos. Yeah? But it's the other way around. What would you say? Huh? Kishim with Kiddush and Okay, so you're, 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 you're ready. Uh, that, that's what they're going to say. Good. That's one point we'll discuss. And the other point, I think there's probably more than this, but another thing, uh, thing to think about is, similar to what you raised uh, a couple of weeks ago, is Havdolah. Does the Havdolah, if I make very proud of often on Havdolah, and then I have a meal, I have my, my uh, Malava Malka after that, do I have to make a separate bracha on any wine if I want to have wine during Malava Malka, whether I have to make a separate bracha or not? And does it make a difference whether I make Havdolah before or after washing? Not to matter whether you should have washed or not, but if you only make Havdolah after the washing, um, would, the, um, would that cover the, the, would that cover the wine during the meal? But as we'll see more about this tomorrow.